This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden has spoken to the families of the three service members killed in Sunday's drone attack in Jordan. NPR's Tamara Keith reports Biden says he holds Iran responsible for the attack. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby says President Biden spoke separately with each of the families, sharing condolences and honoring the service of their loved ones. When fallen service members are brought back to the U.S., they come to Dover Air Force Base in Delaware, where they're met by family and top military officials for what is called a dignified transfer. In that conversation, he also gauged Uh, their feelings about him going to the dignified transfer in Dover on Friday. Uh, All of them supported his presence there. Biden last attended a dignified transfer in 2021 for service members killed in Kabul. Tamara Keith, NPR News, traveling with the president. Republican lawmakers in Ohio are proposing adding nitrogen gas as a second method for the state to use in executions. Proposal comes just days after Alabama became the first state to use the gas to carry out a death sentence. From Ohio Public Radio, Sarah Donaldson has more. Ohio hasn't carried out an execution in nearly six years, but more than 100 men and one woman are on death row. Republican Governor Mike DeWine has blamed the backlog in part on pharmaceutical companies' opposition to the use of their products in lethal injections. The bill would give inmates the choice between lethal injection or nitrogen gas. Republican Attorney General Dave Yost called it an abdication of the state to not seek out alternatives. I am aware of the moral weight of this debate, but this is the law of the land. Democratic legislative leaders have called it an inhumane proposal. For NPR News, I'm Sarah Donaldson in Columbus. Congresswoman Cori Bush confirmed today the Justice Department is investigating their campaign spending on security services. St. Louis Democrat says the investigation concerns payments to a former security guard she married last year. Here's Eric McDaniel as the story. Bush addressed the investigation and remarks on the steps of the U.S. Capitol. Since before I was sworn into office... I have endured relentless threats to my physical safety and life. As a rank-and-file member of Congress, I am not entitled to personal protection by the House. Bush says she used campaign funds, quote, as permissible to retain her now husband as part of her security team, that he had what she calls extensive experience and was able to provide services at or below market rate. In addition to the Justice Department investigation, Bush says the Federal Election Commission and the House Committee on Ethics are currently reviewing the matter and insists she's fully cooperating. An investigation last fall by a separate congressional office, she says, found no wrongdoing. Eric McDaniel, NPR News, The Capitol. Stocks closed mixed on Wall Street today. The Dow up 133 points. The Nasdaq fell 118. This is NPR. The financial arm of the World Bank is upping its global economic growth forecast for the year ahead. The International Monetary Fund saying it expects the global economy to grow by a 3% rate this year, unchanged from last year, but up from the previous estimate. The IMF also thinks inflationary pressures will continue to ease as the year goes on, including in the U.S., where inflation is expected to move closer to the Fed's 2% target. This year's Gershwin Prize for Popular Song is being awarded to Elton John and his longtime songwriting partner, Bernie Taupin. Bureau's Netta Ulby reports. Elton John and Bernie Taupin's is one of the most prolific and successful partnerships in pop history. Their dozens of hits have sold hundreds of millions of albums. She packed my bags last night, free flight. 
The two met in 1967. They had both answered a newspaper advertisement seeking songwriters. John and Taupin are the third duo to win a Gershwin Prize, which honors the songwriting team of George and Ira Gershwin. The award was established in 2007, and this one comes right after Elton John's EGOT. As of this month, he's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And now, a Gershwin. Netta Ulibi, NPR News. Cheetah Rivera, a dynamic singer, dancer, and actress who received 10 Tony nominations and won twice, has died in a Broadway career that helped pave the way for other Latina artists. Rivera first gained wide notice as Anita in the 1957 production of West Side Story. A half a century later, in 2015's The Visit, Rivera was still dancing. Cheetah Rivera was 91 years old. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.